Good morning, my friends. Welcome to this episode of Happiness After Codependency. I'm Marshall Bircher, and I'm your guide to having relationships, prosperity, and peace in your life after codependency, and I'm excited to be here, be part of your journey into those relationships that you love, that prosperity, that fulfillment, that satisfaction you want in your life, as well as that peace, peace in your body, peace in your mind. So today, we're going to talk we're going to address the topic of struggling to love ourselves. And I'm going to give you a practice in this that comes from the happiness after codependency system that helps start, that helps to start cultivating this in your life with a very simple practice. Not necessarily easy, but a very important one nonetheless. So we're going to get that to, we're going to do that today. Before we get started with that today, I need to get this shared out to the community here on Facebook. So if you're looking for a place where you can find additional tools, guidance, and support in your journey in developing healthy relationships, building prosperity and success in your life, and more peace in your world, come join us in the community. The link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube, and if you're watching via YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Share this video out, guys, to people you know benefit from it. So I'm going to get that shout out now to the group. So here we go. One click and voila. All right. So struggling to love yourself. So <laughs> let me know in the comments below if that is something you wrestle with. Because it's something that I wrestle with, uh, wrestled with quite a bit. In fact, it's part of what I actually avoided in my own healing work was loving myself. Because what I wanted in my healing work was to get the relationship, to get the money, to get the peace, to escape the pain, to find worthiness, to feel uh, worthy because I have those things. That's one of the big traps. I call that covert codependency. It's one of those traps we get into in this. And it really inhibited my ability to actually connect with and love myself. Um this struggle to love ourselves also is generated in the fact that we've never actually been loved for who we are. We've been loved for what we do and what we don't do. We're praised when we obey. We're play, praised when we please. We're given affection when the other person is happy about what we did. Sometimes we're given affection because we're in... Um, some kind of pain i've i experienced that a lot when i was sick that's when i got the affection that's when i got the attention but not much outside of that and this teaches us an experience of what i call transactional love transactional love is the is basically i'm loved when i do something i'm loved when they feel a certain way because of something i did not being loved because i exist because there's I take up space because I'm in their life, because of, of who I am. I'm loved because of what I do. And so we've internalized this experience of transactional love of, all right, I can only love myself when. I can only love myself when I have the right relationship, the right career, the right business, the right amount of success, or if I look a particular way or have a particular thing. I'm only lovable to myself when certain conditions exist. So let me know if that resonates with you guys in the comments below because it's something that <laughs> I definitely wrestled with myself. Now in healing codependency, 
one of the biggest transitions we have to make in our work is to transition from this uh, transactional value, transactional love, to real love or connected, connection-based love. So connection-based love is really about the appreciation of presence, of our existence, of being alive, of being here with ourselves. Now, that's a challenge. That's a big work that we do, um, that my students and I do uh, consistently and constantly because it's really about the understanding that we're lovable, period. But putting that into action, that's where we get really uh, trapped because this is where the transactional component of love tends to get us covertly because we don't know what else to do, right? So here's where we start. If you're struggling to love yourself, I typically point uh, students and clients to this particular area first. And that area is our pain. If we really want to begin to feel loved, to feel valued, to feel like we matter, our pain has to matter. Our pain has to matter to us first. Then we're going to be able to sense in and identify people who also value our pain, who appreciate and care about what we're experiencing in our world. And this is where I start the self-love journey, learning to appreciate and honor and have warmth towards the pain that we're going through. Because nine... 99% of the time, that's what our dominant experience is. We're having some kind of chronic, constant pain in our world that needs care, it needs love, it needs attention. When we apply warmth to this pain, this is where we start to feel a shift. Now, this doesn't happen instantly for a lot of people. This takes time, it takes practice to warm up to. We have to thaw to it. We have to learn how to trust that, hey, yeah, I actually do value my pain. Our body has to learn how to trust ourselves in this. It's like, hey, yeah, you're doing this consistently, Marshall, so I'm going to let this in a little bit. It's an uncomfortable practice to have warmth towards our pain, especially when we haven't had warmth towards our own pain from others. Although what I have found 100% of the time is that we have experienced warmth towards our pain at least once or twice in our life. And if we can identify that moment of warmth that someone else expressed towards our pain, we can connect with that experience and begin to then see ourselves that way. We can use that as a template, as an example of like, oh, this is what it feels like to have warmth towards my pain. This is what it I, this is what it, you know, this is the experience of the sensations that come with it. And this warmth towards our pain starts to open us up to actually loving ourselves. Because what I have, I have found consistently in my own experience, at least, and in several of my students and clients, is that when, when our pain is not valued, we do not feel valued. We do not feel like we have any worth when our pain isn't valued. But when our pain is valued, when it's cared about, when it's pondered on, when someone expresses warmth and care towards it, we feel valued. We feel loved. We feel like we have matter or worth in the world. 
So this is why I start here. It's because if we're going to learn how to love ourselves, it's through pain and then into joy that we can move, our, uh, that we can grow in that experience of actually feeling warmth and love towards who we are. So here's some ways in which to do this. Well, I posted this yesterday on Facebook and on the YouTube post, but it's also in the comments above on Facebook, below on YouTube. Call it the reflection practice. This practice comes from the happiness after codependency system and where I teach you how to love yourself with this starting point. So reflection practice basically involves you making eye contact with you in a mirror or making eye contact with a younger version of you through a photograph. So you got a photograph of yourself, you make eye contact with it. And then verbally, you can state to yourself, hey, I see this pain that we're in. This pain matters to me. The pain that you're going through matters to me. I am here with you in this. Something along those lines. When we, we don't have to say it frequently, we don't have to say it constantly. Well, what we want to do is when we state it to ourselves while making eye contact with ourselves, is to listen to what arises within us. Sometimes tears will arise, sometimes anger, sometimes shame, sometimes openness, sometimes relief or a sense of like, oh, okay, I can rest, can show up. Resistance, disbelief might show up. Whatever emerges in this practice is something we also acknowledge hey, I see that. I get why we'd feel that way. We haven't been loved. We haven't been valued. This matters to me too. This starts the warming process, the thawing process towards ourself. allows us to connect with ourselves. You're moving through in this reflective reflection practice here, utilizing another practice I use called Acknowledge, Legitimize, and Integrate. We're allowing ourselves to actually experience our own presence where we are, as we are, rather than trying to get ourselves to be a particular way, trying to fix ourselves so we get what, what we think will make us worthy. Instead, we get connected to our lived experience, our real moment, through warmth, through kindness, through care. This is how we start to love ourselves. This is one of the ways we can do that. And it's a critical way because it has a number of results that are crucial for your healing and your long-term well-being and happiness one it eliminates resistance to your pain it eliminates judgment of your pain and allows you to connect with it so you can understand it nurture it and soothe it to the point where it actually finds its own resolution and you can move on in your life second thing it tends to do for us is it gets us out of fixing ourselves to get something Covert codependency shows up in healing as I heal myself so I'm worthy of XYZ. I'm healing myself so I'd be worthy of getting the relationship I want. I'm healing myself so I can have the be worthy of having the success or prosperity or wealth I want in my life. I, I'm healing myself so I can be worthy of the peace I desire. That's covert narcissism, or not covert narcissism, that's covert codependency, where we are transactionalizing our healing to get an outcome, which will always end in defeat with ourselves because when we don't get the outcome we're trying to heal for, we collapse on ourselves and we're like, well, this isn't working. That tells us we're in a transactional relationship with our healing. 
It gets us out of that. And when we get out of that kind of transactional experience with our healing, we became a, become available to actually know ourselves, love ourselves, and be ourselves, which is how we exit codependency. It's through knowing, loving, and being ourselves that we create relationships, friendships that matter to us, that we get the prosperity and success we're seeking for, and that we find the peace that we're working for. But it's because through knowing, loving, and being ourselves, we're able to take action towards things that resonate with us, that are aligned with us, that speak to us, and that are kind and loving to us in such a way that we're able to receive it keep it and grow it that's what i teach you how to do in the happiness after codependency system because that system is designed to take you from being codependent into creating and experiencing the relationships and friendships you want prosperity and success you desire and the peace that you deserve in your world that's it's a journey but we have to master this ability to love ourselves to care for ourselves and we'd start that with our pain so there you go, my friends. That's what that's today's training. So let me know your comments, your thoughts below in the comments below. Thank you for showing up today. Just as a heads up, we're about two and a half weeks to the start of my semi-annual workshop. The uh, oh man, it's such a long name. The four the the four essential concepts and practices for healing codependency workshop. This is for people, for men and women who are struggling to break free of codependency to understand why it's happened what's going on with them, and then give them the practices that they need in order to liberate themselves from that codependency. And we're five weeks out from the start of the Happiness After Codependency system, so check that out. The link's above on Facebook, below on YouTube. Come join us in those. You're welcome, Pam. Okay, my friends, go gently with yourself. Approach your pain with warmth and kindness, and let's see what starts to change in your world. Have a great day, guys. Bye-bye.